Hello, and welcome to Opinions and Beer. I'm one of your hosts, Adams. I'm your co-host, Tyler. And also we've got Ed Ray 1416. Hello, losers. Losers! This is holiday season, Ed Ray. All you want to do is shit on the listeners. Hey, that's what we do best on Opinions and Beer. Shit on what you do best, my friend. Apparently today we got us a game that I'm going to whip your ass Oh, shit. Now I'm going to do my best to try to get a point point system set up. Let me let me try to set up this point system. But basically we got a game today followed by the beer of the day, which we'll talk about that in just a moment. The the game is uh the price is inflated. Kind of like the price is right. So basically, you get a point whoever's closest to the price gets a point. So you're going to give us the original price of an item, and then we're going to guess the inflation price of it, and whoever's closer to the inflation price of it nowadays, is, it gets the point. Yes! That's me. Woo! Yeah. It took a lot of time. <laughs> it took a lot of work to work on that, because originally I was going to have you guess on both the original price and the inflation price. That's too much math. That's too much math. <laughs> so, so what we're going to do is uh, I'll give you the original price of the item, and uh, if need be, I'll show you a picture of the item, and uh, we'll go from there. Yeah, you might need a little visual confirmation. This, uh, this episode is probably going to uh, include a lot of editing, so <laughs> I'm going to make sure to post this as late as possible. <laughs> so next third, so whatever, how late, however late I can post this video for editing purposes. Uh, anyways, we forgot the best part of the thing. we got to get to the... Beer of the day. And today's beer of the day is brought to you by Martin House Brewing. Now, a lot of you guys out there, a lot of you people out there are into Mountain House Brewing. This one came in a, a pint. This is called Puppy Chow. It's obviously based off the, uh, that check, what's that called? Uh, uh, Muddy Buddies? Yeah. It's obviously based off Muddy Buddies. So this Puppy Chow is brewed with, it's a stout with powdered sugar, chocolate, peanut butter, and checks. I hope the peanut butter comes through, buddy, because I, I like me some peanut butter. Ooh. This comes in at 8% in alcohol by volume. You know, I've had really good peanut butter beers in the past, and so uh, it'd be in- it's going to be interesting, interesting to see what they do here. Now, a thing I have a problem with is this powdered sugar thing. Now, a lot of, a lot of uh, online brew people say that powdered sugar will ruin a beer if added. So if they added this beer, if they added powdered sugar to this beer and it did not ruin the beer, that would be very interesting because I'm mad because I was going to add powdered sugar to my beer, but the goddamn brew people said, don't do it, it's going to ruin your beer. So if this is good, fuck craft beer and fuck you, puppy champ. (laughs) I guess we'll see what's up. Let's crack this beer open. Adam's had some drinks today. Do I come off? <laughs> On the channel called Opinions and Beer. Do I come, come off, off like I, I? Do I come off tipsy? <laughs> I had a drink before the match. I had to get my my confidence in. 
I smell peanut butter. Do you smell peanut butter right off the bat? I smell it right off the bat. Woo, solid 12 ounce. Let me give here, let me give Ed Ray some of this beer. There we go. He can sample this beer. We're going to try this puppy chow in a, in a minute. Well, let's talk about. So, uh, we're looking for powdered sugar, chocolate, peanut butter, and checks. What the fuck is checks? Corn? Bread. Yeah, okay, wheat, bread. Wheat grains. Is, is checks wheat? Or is it corn? Well, I think most of the time it's just like rice. Yeah, flour. Or yeah, what is checks? Might be rice. Yeah, what the fuck is checks? Rice is an adjunct, which means this is gonna give off. I guess like I guess it would give off like a lagery taste, like a Bud Light taste. I'm Bud Light. Y'all get a good whiff of that in. peanut butter, man. No, I'm not getting nothing. I'm up. getting that peanut butter strong. Okay, there it is. Yeah, I get the tick. Holy shit. I got the peanut butter. I don't get no chocolate, Ed Ray, but I'm, uh, man, I'm smelling that peanut, the peanut butter. butter. The peanut butter is definitely coming through. I hope the taste. Now, man. I'll be honest with you. I've had one peanut butter beer that has ruined my palate for literally days. Days. Everything you taste. So, no, it was so, I, 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 I can't, I, I want to explain this to you, Vince Von Crow, because you're newer to the podcast, but there was a beer we, I had on this show. Where I could taste it for days, days. It was a peanut butter beer. I taste it for days. Now we're gonna taste this beer. You ready to try Puppy Chow? Let's do it. I taste the peanut butter. That's good. I taste both the peanut butter and the chocolate. I taste the chocolate when I exhale. Puppy Chow. Hey, Puppy Chow. Nice okay. can. I think you kicked these guys' asses. <laughs> Puppy Chow. This is a lot more palatable than the other beers we had. Hey, on the last episode, what we just drank, if, if you, for you viewers at home who aren't catching up as quickly, we drank a 903 Mudslide Stout. Hey, Puppy Chow. You guys, you guys know what you're doing. Oh, there it is. So when I when I, right there on the exhale. I literally get uh, what I was Muddy Buddies. Like, that fucking Muddy Like, this is literally Muddy Buddies. They, they obviously can't name it Muddy Buddies because they'll get fucking but sued. But, like, it tastes like peanut butter chocolate checks mix in a can. Dude! That's the XL for me. So, I don't know. You're, you guys might be getting more direct hit. Uh, the peanut butter's coming more in the aftertaste for me and then the direct hit. I'm not getting direct peanut butter uh, flavors for myself. pretty good though well i was able to get so the far the butter and the chocolate direct so the only the only the only flavor that really doesn't punch through is the powdered sugar what does powdered sugar taste like uh, like white it's fake white sweet yeah that's fake <laughs> that's fake powdered sugar powdered sugar gets eaten up by yeast and and wouldn't be there so i don't know why i, I they they might have added powdered sugar to this to increase the alcohol which means most of this is uh most of this is sugar, the eight percent. Hey, that's a good beer. Everybody at home who's enjoying the beer also gets to the, enjoy the, me beat Ed Ray's ass at this game. I'm gonna hundred percent say that this is the first good beer I've had from Martin House because I've had a few from them now. One tastes like medicine. Uh, the, the 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 double red IPA was was passable. Isn't that the thing with overhype though? 
That's what it is. Overhyped. You know what? Because they you go to any, well, any craft beer on Facebook. If you go to any craft beer group, they're always going to be talking about Martin. Yeah. Well, I think what it is is that uh, they had they they made a pickle beer that got really famous, and ever since then, oh, every beer they do is so good. Where where's the pickle beer? Where do you well, buy that at? Well, that's uh, that's obviously not a stout. Well, true, it's not a stout, but I'm just saying, where do you buy it at? H-E-B. I need to get that shit. You gotta go to H-E-B. Do you ever shop at H-E-B? Man, I do all my shopping at, like, dollar store food and stuff. <laughs> okay, well, then, well, you're not getting fucking Mardinals, goddammit. You know how much this shit was? Stop fucking craft beer's expensive. <laughs> craft beer's expensive. I spent a lot of... On just these two, just these two it's beers. Sad, Martin House. Just these two beers. Broke guy like me can't two, enjoy some pickle beer. Two four packs cost me like thirty something dollars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why we can't buy a wrestling ring. Anyways, <laughs> anyways. Hey, I got a job. <laughs> anyways, uh, we got a game coming up. I'm gonna try my best to pull up pictures and pull this thing up and everything, but uh, we are doing the price is. Inflated. Ed Ray, are you ready? Let's do this. Vince Von Crow, a.k.a. Tyler, are you ready? Tyler, a.k.a. Vince Von Crow, is ready. Woo! It's time to chat this this game. Okay. Holy shit, the first thing I have on here, I gotta Google. <laughs> I most likely gotta Google. So, in... In this, the, all, so okay. Here, let me let me explain this game before we even start. So all these all these items were basically looked on the Sears catalog, Christmas catalog. So these are Sears Christmas prices from throughout the ages. from throughout the ages. I'm gonna say the year, the price, the item, and if you need a reference, I will I will I will do my best to pull one up. I I have some of these saved. In my bookmarks, well, I can pull it up. This fucking shaved ape might need help, but I don't. <laughs> so, uh, so <clears throat> here we go. The first item of today's list comes from 1992. The item is a Casino Grand slot machine bank. Okay, Casino Grand slot machine bank. bank. It was the size of a uh, typical slot machine. It was used as a as a as a banking device to collect. It was basically a bank. It was a, a self banking thing to keep your money, like a safe. But it was a it was a safe designed as a slot machine. Very interesting. It was in 1992 in the Sears catalog. The original price was three hundred and seventy four dollars and ninety nine cents. Three seventy four ninety nine. What? was the inflated price from 1992. So, uh, uh, should y'all write this down and just tell me? I don't understand. I think we should just tell you, but you gotta pick who, who tells you first. Okay, um, I guess we'll, we'll, we'll do vice versa each time. So we'll do Ed Ray first, you first, and the next one you first, then Ed Ray first. Ed Ray, go. What's the inflation price, homie? 697 $697. What's the original price? Can we ask that? The original price is $374.99. $720. Well, what'd you say, Ed Ray? $697. $697. You say $720. Mm -hmm. 
The actual retail value price is seven thirty nine twenty six. Told you, Tyler. I told you, Tyler gets the first point. Let me let me create like a point thing over here. I gotta create like a point. Yeah, he's he's doing his thing. Are you surprised by that? Yeah, I, I didn't need to see like a. So it was like it was like. Uh, it was like just imagine. Is that crazy though? I I would I would never imagine like right now seeing a slot machine bank in a fucking Christmas <laughs> in a Christmas thing. We all celebrate differently. <laughs> oh my god. Uh let me let me get uh let me get uh Ed Ray and then I'll get uh Tyler. Yeah. And you get one point. Let's do. One point. All right. It's insane. It's crazy. Casino Bank, Casino Grand Slot Machine Bank. That was crazy. Next up, 1963. This was also the number one selling Christmas item of the year. Was the Easy Bake Oven. So in 1963, in 1963, the Easy Bake Oven retailed for 15.95. What was the inflated price? What's the inflated price if it, if it was sold today in 1963? Obviously, you know, you know, you know what I'm saying. Easy bake oven, 1595. So I go first this time. There you go. I'm gonna say how much was it? So the easy bake oven was fifteen dollars and ninety five cents in 1963. Number one selling Christmas item in 1963. Fifteen. One thirty five. One thirty five. what you got? 260. Okay, I'm gonna have to do some math. Go ahead and discuss why you, uh, why. <laughs> Maybe you can discuss why you think the things you think. I've got, I, I'm gonna have to use a calculator to figure out who's the closest. Yeah, this, 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 this one was a hard one. So, uh, Ed Ray, you said, you said 216? 260. 260. Alright, Ed Ray said 260. You were you were off by a hundred and sixteen dollars, and then uh, Tyler, you said, "What'd you say?" One thirty-five. One thirty-five. You were off by nine dollars. Another point to me. So there we go. The actual retail price. So the inflated price. How I, I said the inflated prices yet? I just said the points. You, you just, you just, you just told us the prices and the point. Oh shit! I want to tell you what it was cost. So in 1992, the Casino Grand Slot Machine Bank cost 374.99. The inflated price was actually 739.26. 739.26. The Easy Bake Oven in 1963 cost 15.95. The inflated price was 144 and 17 dollars. Can you imagine buying an Easy Bake Oven for $144 and $17? You gotta, you gotta have those little cosmic brownies, right? <laughs> an Easy Bake fucking oven. That's that's kind of nuts, though, if you think about that. Like, like, you know, you can technically cook more than just a little baking like, thing that they send you with the Easy Bake so Oven. In 19, so, in 1963, grandparents. Uh, <laughs> that's why your parents were mad 
when you ask for an easy bake oven because it costs a hundred goddamn dollars. This is basically <laughs> as much as your house costed back then. <laughs> your grandpa bought his fucking land and his house for $150, a handshake, and a bucket of blueberries. <laughs> now he's selling it for $2.5 million and I can't rent nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, next up, so that's, uh, that's two points for Tyler. Holy shit. Tyler, how are you so good at this game? You're cheating. Oh, my God. No, I'm, I've been broke my whole life. I know exactly <laughs> the things I can't afford. <laughs> Next up. In 1952, Kenmore released the colored toaster. They released in multiple flavors. From, uh, uh, from a striking red to a teal to a green to a blue to a gold. Colored toasters. Gold toaster. Gold toasters. Sounds, well, co- gold cool. lining. Was, the whole thing wasn't gold, but See, it had like... Had she, like the, she just made it like the whole color of it. Oh, yeah. Like <laughs> the knobs and shit. The knobs and shit and the fucking lining of it was, uh, was colored. Uh, the original... This was in 1952, the Kenmore Color Toaster. The retail price in 1952 was $18.95. What is the inflated price for 2021? Go ahead, Ray. 288 all right, he's got two eighty eight. What you what you got? Um, two eighty eight is what you said. Yeah, I'm gonna go with one eighty eight. Holy shit! Ten dollars off. The actual retail price is one ninety seven seventy nine. Holy god damn, Ed Ray, you're gonna. How are you gonna lose the prices right? Don't you don't you watch the damn show? I know this is the price is inflated, not the price is right. <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. It takes a, it takes a little extra math. Vincent, <laughs> Vincent Von Crow, big brain. Oh my god. Uh, next up on the price is inflated. What are you doing, Billy? Anyways, uh, next up, 1992, a top seller in 1992. Was the gumball machine. The gumball machine retailed at $37.98. What is the inflated price? Tyler, you start. $240. Edward, you go. $148. Edward gets a point! The actual retail price is. Seventy-four eighty-seven. Fuck yeah. Seventy-four eighty-seven. So, uh, yeah, 90, ninety-two, not as inflated as prior years, <laughs> but uh, but still inflated. Jesus, God, Jesus Christ, a gunball machine. Those things are expensive, and I I didn't even add the gunball machine holder, which was an extra twenty bucks. God damn, y'all are spending a lot of money in '992 for gumball machines. Hey, 1992, you could spend your money on anything you wanted. Everything was like at the perfect point. I guess so. Okay. Zenith as a country. In 1941, there was a two-in-one recorder slash phonograph. This was basically a uh, a record player that could also that that could also it recorded up to eight inches, an eight-inch record. And you could record your own records with like a little like a like a speaker type thing. Because like you just pretty big. <laughs> like a speaker, like a 
Finger tied thing, damn it! <laughs> but, uh, so, so the original price for the, oh damn, I should have had this on the thing. For the 1941 2-in-1 record recorder slash phonograph was $6.25. $6.25 for a recorder slash phonograph. You could record your own records. 1941. What? Is the inflated price? Me? Who do we do last? Him? I think yeah, I think he. All right, you go. One fifteen. One fifteen is the inflated price. Ed Ray, what you got? Four twenty nine. Four twenty nine. The actual retail price. One seventeen sixty. Tyler gets an extra point. Hundred seventeen dollars. It's actually not too bad. For a, uh, a record your own record thing. Oh, yeah, you know. Everybody's going to be like, ha, 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 Playing your records. Ed Ray, are you, a, are, you a bit, are you a big record lover? Not really. You don't like records? I, th I thought you used to like records. I did collect records, but uh, I you don't did. have a record player. You gave up on it? You ain't got nothing that's all like. I have a, I have a record player. I, I actually have a record player in the damn closet. It's like one of the new records. Because right, is it weird that vinyl's back in? Well, back in no, style? like it's not weird that vinyl's back. Vinyl always has had the best sound. Ask any of those fucking uppity music people. They're like, look, man. Oh look, man. Cassette tapes and vinyl. You know, cassette. See, see, the cassette tapes has a little bit of distortion on it, but the vinyl is perfect quality. Perfect quality. Yeah, because the static. The static. The static. Isn't there static? Sometimes you literally Sometimes. hear it. No, you literally hear the fucking static as soon as you put the needle on the thing. It goes, <laughs> it's like that's fucking fuck you, fuck you. Like static makes you. Oh yeah, my music sounds better when it has static. Yeah. It. Well, there's background ambience to it. <laughs> ambience. I bought this for the ambience. <laughs> I bought this for the ambience. All right. Anyways. Next? Next up, a little bit more recent. In 2004, the Robo Sapien. Have you heard of the Robo Sapien? I know Robo Sapien. Okay, Buddy the Mark Robo. Has a Robo Sapien. Huh? Buddy Mark has one. Does he really? Mm -hmm. He's a collector of all it's, sorts of old toys. It's pretty. Uh, it's pretty crazy. In fact, I remember. I almost. I kind of remember the commercials for it vividly because it was a very highly praised uh, robotic toy. Uh, I never ha I never owned one. You know why? Because the original price for it was eighty nine ninety nine. <laughs> eighty nine. Toy who? Eighty nine ninety nine. Robo Sapien. What is the inflated price? We'll start with you, Ed Ray. What was the year? Oh, this is a uh, uh, two thousand four. Okay. Go ahead, Ray. I'll say one hundred fifty three. Uh, what you got, Tyler? 125. Okay, this is one of those. Well, he's got to do the math, ladies and gentlemen. Here this we go. We're going to find out who gets that point. This is one of those where I got to do the math. All right. So, you said. Right, what did you say? I said 125. All right, what did you say, Ed Ray? 153. 
Ed Ray was off by $21. And Tyler was off by $6. The actual retail price, $131.76. Oh, man, this is just... Ed Ray, I'm sorry, brother. I'm sorry. Are you being crucified, Ed Ray? Ed Ray! Come on, let's get... And <laughs> <laughs> hey, motherfucker just stands out. I'm still losing. Let's do this. <laughs> oh, my God. Next up, we've got, in 1967, the electric plug-in vacuum for kids. For kids? In fact, the ad included a little thing where little girls... Love to clean the house. They do. <laughs> they love to clean the house. Little girls. They don't want to play with trucks or toys. They don't want to clean the house. They just want to clean the house. So we're going to include a vacuum cleaner that costs more than a regular vacuum cleaner at the time. I was looking at this. This is in the Sears magazine, by the way. It, it, did, it did cost more than a regular vacuum cleaner. So the kids vacuum cleaner. In 1967, cost $14.95. What is the inflated price? There goes Ed Ray first, right? Ed Ray first. Let's go. $58. Tyler. $120. Holy. Sh the actual retail price. A hundred and twenty-three dollars and eighty cents. Another point to Vincent, to Tyler. Jesus Christ, you're you're murdering this game. Hey, they're fans. They know my name. Electric plug-in vacuum for kids. <laughs> I think that was crazy. I think I, when I, when I was researching um, Sears catalogs, they had a literally a fucking yeah. Make your child clean the house. <laughs> Make your child clean the house. The fucking tool sets in nineteen in nine the, the fucking tool sets had goddamn buzz saws and shit. <laughs> it's like the tool sets when I was growing up, when I was in like middle school and got a tool set, it was tiny screwdrivers hey, my hey no, no no i'm jealous now because i know my brother has like six kids and one of them has a little tool set now and it comes with styrofoam pieces of wood that you can actually styrofoam wood yeah like it looks like wood but it's like made of styrofoam and you can take the electric fucking skill saw the plastic skill saw and you can cut no! it you can make cuts and then you can take the little plastic nail and nail it together and make angled cut like you can literally build that's pretty crazy. Yeah, I know. Like, I remember having to sit there with a plastic saw pretending no. to cut a real piece of wood. Back like. then, back then, in the fucking 60s and 50s, they sold uh, saw, saw horses. It was like, it was in the kids section, the toy section. <laughs> they sold saw horses, though. They were like, yeah, you're going to need these when you grow you're up. You're going to need these when you grow up. Here's a fucking table saw. <laughs> it's fucking, it's insane. Anyways... Next up, 1992. I might I might show you what this is, but I don't know. What, uh, what we got? In 1992, there was a Mattel wrote book. Mattel wrote book. The original price was 24.99. Let me uh let me let me show. 24.99. And I go first. Wait wait wait. Mattel wrote wrote book. I, I want to make sure you guys. Kind of oh fucking shit. 
was it 1999 I can't find it go to shopping basically uh, it was a book that you wrote what the fuck I'm I'm mad that I put this down now. Anyways, twenty four ninety nine. I'm sorry I can't show you. I'll probably show it. I'm gonna I'm gonna put a picture on the. Uh, if you're watching this on video, I'll put a picture on. So if you're watching the audio, go to the video and you can see the video of the picture. But a Mattel wrote book. I believe that it was a book that uh, you could write and it would say the words. And Me first, right? Yeah, nineteen ninety two Mattel wrote book. Fifty bucks. Fifty bucks. That's that's. I have twenty four ninety nine. Ed Ray. $38. Holy shit. Tyler, you get another point. The actual retail price was for inflated. $49.27. Good God. Oh man. I mean I mean how many more of these do we have to to go? Because it seems like uh seems like I'm winning. <laughs> it's just a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. A little bit. Uh, next up, 1972, the pipe. 19 the pipe. 1972, the pipe. Let me, let me pull up a picture of this thing. We're gonna be smoking the pipe. I want. I want to. I really want to pull pull up a picture of the 1972, the pipe. Good God, where is it at? This is all fucking bullshit pipes. Okay, one second, guys. Just uh, uh, what are your thoughts on the game so far? I think I'm winning. <laughs> Those are my thoughts on the game so far. It's always good when Vincent Moncro, Tyler Phillips, whatever you want to call me, it's always good when I'm winning. Coming up soon. Uh, check out me at the uh, All right. Cafe on Wednesdays. Here we go. Comedy. The pipe cost fifteen dollars. There is the pipe. I'm showing them the picture of the pipe. That is the pipe. The trademarked. It was trademarked. The pipe produces eighty-three percent less tar. Produces one percent more nicotine than ordinary pipes. Ten, less nicotine. Less nicotine. Oh, less nicotine than ordinary. Pipes. What does that mean? It means you won't. It means it's, it's not so addictive. Okay, then. So the pipe, fifteen dollars. Look at this at, uh, picture, Ed Ray. The pipe, fifteen dollars. Okay, I want. I wanted to see what this uh, this pipe was. All right. What is the inflated price of the pipe uh, at fifteen. I go first. Yeah, fifteen dollars. Yeah, eighty-five bucks. Eighty-five dollars. Ed Ray, what you got? Uh, Sixty-eight dollars. You say eighty-five? Mm -hmm. Holy shit! You got another point. The actual. The uh, God damn it! Where'd it go? The actual retail price is $99.25. for the pipe. $100 for the pipe. The pipe. So if that pipe was sold today, the pipe would be $100. Would you would you buy a would you pay $100 for the pipe? No, I spent $100 on my last bong. And it's, like, it's like this tall, and it's got like a grab labs thing all over it. Like, no, I would never spend a hundred dollars on the pipe. You know, when you look at inflation, you know, uh, food wise and gas wise, yeah, it's crazy. But then, like, 
product. Certain products. So certain products. Certain products. You guys were getting screwed. They're going over like five hundred percent increase in price. <laughs> That's capitalism for you. Goddamn capitalism! We made a whole game based on capitalism. <laughs> but uh, uh, anyways, next up in 1945, the Speed Graphic was selling a camera set. So this is a set. This is a speed graphic. It's a camera in 1945. So it's an old-timey kind of camera, kind of like a flashy type thing. Like, you have to think about the flashy. But it also had, like, some... It had some stuff in it, too. It had some, like, random camera stuff. The original price in 1945 was $349.94. What is the inflated price? Of the speed graphic camera set. Three hundred? Yeah. Three hundred and fifty-nine dollars and ninety-four cents. What is the inflated price of the speed graphic camera set? Nineteen forty-five. Edward, you go first. I'm gonna say eight hundred and eleven dollars. Eight hundred and eleven dollars. From three fifty five. It's gonna be uh five thousand two hundred dollars. Good God! The actual retail price, $5,530.86. Oh my. I see you out there. Oh my God! You know I'm big brain. So today... Play me on Magic the Gathering. Today the flashy fucking camera would cost $5,000. It was the equivalent of playing $5,000. It was the equivalent of buying a new car. Is that camera? New car. Camera car. Which, you know, today is an age, there are some cameras that cost pretty fucking yeah. pricey. As a but, matter of fact, I'm fixing to be starting college soon, and they tell you that when you finish your uh, film school, they, f- they tell you when you finish your first uh, two months of, uh, like, math and all that stuff, when you actually start doing your film classes, they're gonna, they are gonna they send you a camera that's worth, like, $8,000. Jesus like, Christ. That's like a car, you know? But you can hold it in your hand. Next up, I'm going to show you a... Uh, a thing that this is about. This is called King King Zor. Okay, here we are. Oh shit. Alright. So this is King Zor. It's a dragon with a little gun that comes and you shoot the dragon. And lights up when you shoot it. Alright? Look at it. King Zor. Dragon it's a dragon toy. This was sold at Sears. Uh, you shoot it, King Zor. It was a Christmas item. The original price of King Zor by ideal in 1963 was $12.66. What is the inflated price? Edward, you start. $112. Vincent. Von Grove Tyler. 115. I'm a price is right, you homie. Wait, 112? Yep, 115. 115? The actual retail price is. Technically, in price is right, you lost. But, this is price inflated. And because of that, you get a point. The actual retail price is 114 and 43 cents. 
So you were a dollar off. I was a dollar off, but you were two and a half dollars off. <laughs> oh my god. King fucking Zor, would you pay? Look, look, look how much it's selling on eBay though. Six hundred and fifty fucking dollars. For a rare Dark Gun original King Zor. King Zor is selling for six hundred and fifty dollars. You know it's worth literally what this says though. That's what that's the, that's the problem though is that it's worth the price of the price, which is what you said, a hundred and fourteen dollars. So they're selling it for fucking five times the amount. King Zor on eBay selling for five times the amount original scene code. That's six hundred dollars. That's capitalism. <laughs> anyways, uh, anyways, next up, we've got the two thousand two collector's edition Link oh. Lincoln Log set. Collector's edition. The collector's edition Lincoln Log set in the Sears catalog. This originally priced at seventy nine ninety nine in two thousand two. Seventy nine ninety nine. What is the inflated price? I will say one twenty. Edward, what you got? One forty five. You are fucking owning this. One twenty two ninety eight is the actual retail price. <laughs> Tyler. Ed Ray, why are you getting schooled on this shit? That's insane. That's pretty insane. 122, uh, Tyler gets another point. Next up, 1965. James Bond and Odd Job figures. The James Bond, the, the, okay, they're both sold separately, but they cost the same price, and so we're just. One or the other, okay. whatever. Uh, the James Bond came with a the James Bond figure came with a literally a cap gun, but it's the size of a figure, but it would shoot. And then Odd Job came with a hat that you could throw. How insane was that? Odd Job and James Bond, 1965, uh, the height of the golden. Uh, no, I almost said golden eye, gold finger era. Uh, there we go. Uh, the original price of these items. For six dollars and ninety-nine cents, what is the inflated price? Seventy-five bucks. Ed Ray. Ninety-three dollars. Good God! The inflated price is sixty-one thirty-eight. Tyler with another point. Good God! I'm looking at you, I see you, Ed Ray. <laughs> Ed Ray, you're getting you won one. You won one. You need to school up on your math. No, I don't know, but uh, you, I don't think uh, Bob Barker would be ashamed of you, Ed Ray. Don't you watch his show every day? Anyways, Bob Barker dead? Is he dead? Is Bob Barker dead? Ed Ray, is Bob Barker dead? Who knows? Oh my God! I need to Google that. In 1979, the Jumpin' Jimmy was sold for Christmas. The Jumpin' Jimmy was an inflatable uh, trampoline. You could jump on it. It was, it was but, but it was marketed and such that you could jump on it on land, then float on it in the water. So it was a water and land device. Of, uh, but it was a uh, inflatable trampoline that you could uh, play with in the water. The original price was nineteen ninety nine. This is nineteen seventy nine. Jumping Jimmy, nineteen ninety nine. What's the what is the inflated price? Nineteen ninety nine is the price. Yes. And what's the inflation price? Yes. Edward, you go first. 
$73. What you got? $175. Holy shit! Ad Ray just got a point. Their actual retail price, $76.16. Uh, next up, our final price is inflated. In 1949, the popular Monopoly game, this was labeled as Popular Monopoly, cost $2.29. In 1949, Popular Monopoly cost $2.29. The Monopoly board game. What is the inflated price? Tyler, you go first. Twenty-four bucks. Ed Ray. Thirty-three dollars. The actual retail price. Twenty-six sixty-one. Tyler gets the final point, and Tyler with a landslide victory. Ed Ray receiving two points. Good God! Were you surprised by any of these prices? I'm about to uh, give this the old Texas try in honor of my victorious. Good God! Go for it, Betty. Give that puppy chow the Texas tryer. Holy shit. Was it good? Peanut butter. Dude, it tastes like fucking checks. It tastes like that fucking... You know what? The Even the aftertaste tastes like Muddy Buddies. Not even check. Muddy Buddies. Go go to the store and buy Muddy Buddies. The aftertaste of Muddy Buddies is this fucking taste. It tastes like Muddy Buddies. That is, it's one of the most accurate tastes that I've had in a while. Uh, Ed Ray, what are your thoughts on this game, and uh, how do you feel about getting two points out of uh, Tyler? Was he a was he a good opponent? He's a very formidable opponent. I, I respect the I respect the challenge. I respect the game. Respecting the game. We were talking about Christmas items. Their inflation inflation. I burped him that the inflation price. Goddamn capitalism inflating prices. I went to the store the other day. I went to the store today and seen that. First of all, the Easy Bake Oven is not not selling for fifteen dollars. It's like thirty dollars. So that's bullshit. So how much would that cost back in then? Like hundreds of dollars. Hey, you know what's funny to me is that when it comes to Easy Bake Ovens, the little packets of stuff they send you isn't the only thing you can cook out of them. Did you know that? What what can well what else can you cook? You know that you can uh, po you can uh, you can fry an egg. You put it in a little 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 round cake pan okay. on a flat thing. You put, yeah. pop an egg in there. It'll be like one of the uh, egg McMuffin things from. Oh, that'd be cool. It'll be a round egg, about yay thick. Yep. Yeah. That light bulb gets pretty hot. That's what I'm saying. Well, speaking of another episode, uh, <laughs> speaking on another episode, there's actually a movie where uh, the 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 what's the guy's name from Small Soldiers? He's like he's one of the uh, programmers, but he's not. He's for the small. He's for the soldiers. Oh, uh, not the Gorgonite. Yeah. Jay or uh, uh, fucking what's his name? It's not Cross, is it? David Cross? No, no, no. The other one. Okay. Um, the op. The one opposite of him. I think yeah. it's Jay something. I don't remember him. I, I don't Cross. I don't know. But anyway, he's in a Christmas movie. Is he's he's in a Christmas version of Groundhog Day, where one of the things he does during his Groundhog Day is that. He fixes an easy bake oven because he accidentally, he he was being a shitty father and he right, broke it. He, well, no, he was being a shitty father and he bought. He said, "Whatever, whatever that kid wants, 
I want one too. But he never, he never wrap it up for me too. He never seen what the gift was right. for his son, and it ended up being an easy bake oven. Well, one of the things he does is he fixes it up to be a monster bake oven and makes like goo and shit. Okay. But anyways, that's just a random thing about easy bake ovens. Anyway, what are your thoughts about losing, and what are your thoughts about this game and uh, the episode today? Well, let's see. The game was very interesting, and of course, Tyler did very well. And if he were to participate in games similar than the, similar to this, he'd be a big winner. Holy shit! Holy shit! Were you surprised about about any of the inflated prices or the prices of the items? None of that shit surprises me at all. <laughs> Well, that's that's just wait. You know what we forgot to do today? We forgot to rate this beer. I'm gonna rate this beer a nine. Holy shit! I love your peanut butter. I love your puppy chow peanut butter beer. What's the name? Uh, the Martin House. Martin House. I like dude. your I like your puppy chow. Man, that's a nine. How crazy is that my first Martin House is like a two. His first Martin House is a nine. Good God almighty. Maybe you guys know what you're doing. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe maybe they take a lot of risk throughout the year and sometimes they know what they're doing. So I think they're I think they're into risk taking is what it is. I think this risk of uh of all these flavors just just happened to pay off. These are more like hey, hey, hey. that's just your opinion. My opinion? Well, you know what? Guess what? That's all we have here are opinions and beer. We are opinions and beer.